Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for a watch and you're not sure what to decide, there are plenty of watches you could pick. But today we're going to tell you about the ones you should avoid. Once you've chosen the watch that you do want, do check out watchfinder.com. You can buy, sell and trade pre-owned watches there. Please click the link in the description below. It really helps us out. Thank you. Tom, oftentimes we talk about the kinds of watches that are good for different jobs, but actually really most of the time you need to pick the kind of watch that's right for you. And more often than not, personality types might dictate what's actually not good for you. So today I thought we would gather together some of those personality types and highlight very much which watches these people should not be buying. Are you ready to disappoint some people? Yes, sure. Um, perhaps like me, you're someone who's a little bit dangerously calamitous and unreliable um so my watch buying mantra is uh, never ever bloody anything ever um so hopefully if you're a bit like me uh, this might be able to help you out um so shall i start then with the first uh person on our list uh, someone who is perhaps a little bit careless uh, like myself um so if you're accident prone a bit heavy-handed uh, a spillage idiot, um, some might refer to you as, um, then you might want to avoid any watches that are a tiny bit delicate, perhaps a dress watch, particularly a vintage watch. Um, so nothing vintage, because if you are very careless and clumsy, um, vintage watches are, are very easy to damage. They've been through the mill already, so as such have perhaps weaker crowns, they're plastic crystals, um, depending on their age. Um, so something that's not going to withstand any kind of uh, major catastrophe. Vintage timepieces and dress watches are often smaller as well um, and lightweight, and it's actually quite easy to forget you're wearing them. So if you are sort of careless and forgetful, you might start flailing your arms around. You know, you might be having a really great time, perhaps shirtless, um, but you might forget that your vintage Rolex is actually on your wrist and bam, it hits the side of a fruit machine or love tester and uh, it's broken. Broken watches, broken dreams. Uh, so careless people uh, should avoid uh, vintage and dress watches uh, or anything ceramic as well, probably. Absolutely. If you're the kind of person who puts their hands in orifices first and asks questions later, then perhaps those kinds of watches really aren't suitable for you. It will be a shame. Can you imagine the watch is like, oh, 50 years, one more day till retirement, and then it ends up on your careless wrist, only yeah. to be obliterated into a thousand smithereens, Tom. Um, Tom, I would believe that both you and I are very much glass half full types of people, the people whose outlook is always very positive. We always see the brighter side of things, but not every 
everyone can be like us. Tom, some people are more of a pessimist. You know, they look outside, they see a grey sky and they think misery and gloom and not, yay, I can go and mow the lawn without getting sunburn. That's the kind of thing I would think. Pessimists are your kind of people who you need to look after. They, they need to be handled with kid gloves. Very, very delicate. And I think the kind of watch that they should probably avoid is the Mr. Jones, the accurate. You might be asking yourself, why would a pessimist want to avoid a Mr. Jones watch? Mr. Jones watches usually evoke a feeling of happiness and satisfaction and contentment, which is exactly the kind of thing you would want to give to someone who is feeling pessimistic to lift them up. But this particular watch, the accurate, has a different message. I'll read it for you now. Now, Tom, remember, you will die. Um, as a pessimist, you're probably very much already aware of the fragility of your own mortality and just the constant reminder of that every time you look at the time that the next step off of the pavement might be your last into the path of a careening bicycle covered in knives of course, which is one of the biggest killers on our streets today. Or if you get on an aeroplane, that the aeroplane will go up and then will come down again, but very fast and in a very explodey manner. You're probably not going to want to remind yourself that all of these different circumstances that you will find in your daily life could be the immediate cause of the end of said life. So pessimists, stay away. Stick with the rest of the collection from Mr. Jones and just keep away from the accurate. Right, next, uh, my person is the outdoorsy type. Um, if you are an outdoorsy person, uh, someone who enjoys hiking, cycling, climbing, swimming, etc., um, you're going to want a watch that uh, accommodates those activities, so you're going to want to avoid the ones that don't. Uh, so that means no leather straps, um, anything that isn't water-resistant or indeed uh, sweat-proof, uh, you're going to want to avoid watches like that. Um, you know, this might sound like common sense, but what can happen is you, you may have no, indeed, have no intention of partaking in any kind of outdoor activity while you're wearing your watch, but sometimes, you know, adventure just happens, doesn't it? And uh, you, you, you might just forget to take it off. Uh, I've done it several times myself. Uh, I just dive into a pool or wade out into the ocean. Um, not in the similar sort of mindset, you know, diving into the pool on holiday and wading into the ocean at the end of a bad day. Um, but in, in either case, if you forget to take off your watch, uh, if it's got a leather strap, that, that sea salt is going to wreak havoc on your leather strap. Once I dove into a pool, uh, I still had my wallet in my trunks. Um, the leather was ruined, as were all my euros. Um, so if you are outdoorsy, okay, this is probably coming into careless again. Um, but if you are outdoorsy, you're going to want to watch that's going to be able to um, resist the strains that some of these outdoor activities will um, put your watch through. Uh, so you're going to need something that's a bit shock resistant, a bit waterproof and, and isn't in any way kind of fragile and uh, dressy. If you're in any question of doubt as to whether or not a watch would survive an outdoorsy experience, take it to the extreme. Think, would this survive a zombie apocalypse? If yes, then you're good. So weak straps that will absorb a lot of blood and uh, brain matter and degrade over time will be a no. Any kind of difficult water resistance, such that you're having to uh, smash the skull of your zombie opponent and it, you might get some inner goo splashing onto your watch and seeping into the crown, that's also a no. General, uh, the, the, the sweat from fear uh, and other misery-based pastimes as well, uh, whilst you hide from the impending zombie doom, uh, will also 
very much uh, determine the kind of watch that you should choose. Yeah, if you don't think your watch is going to do any major damage were you to wrap it around your fist or fling it at someone, then perhaps it's not for you if you are an outdoorsy person. That's a very good point, Tom. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor. The next persona we're going to be looking at today, Tom, is the person who is disorganised. I'm talking about the kind of person that doesn't ball their socks together when they come out of the dryer. They just leave them in there. It doesn't even matter. They're all black, but some of them are made by a different manufacturer and have a slightly different style, but they don't care. They'll just wear whichever because they're monsters, Tom. Perhaps even the kind of person who thinks the footwell of their car is also another area of storage. That's where I keep my tic-tac boxes. These are the kinds of people who very much shouldn't have a collection of perpetual calendars. Because perpetual calendars, they're, they're delicate. They need care. They are a kind of watch whereby you can't just buy them and, and just abuse them, abandon them, and just, just leave them to do their own thing. They're not puppies. These need looking after. And one of the things that needs looking after with a perpetual calendar is, well, everything, because they track the day, the date, the week, the moon phase, the month, all of those kinds of things. And they need to be kept aligned. If you don't keep them aligned, you're going to pick it up and it's going to be all over the place and you're not going to know what's going on. So you need to have the kind of mindset whereby you can keep all of those watches in sync. And if the idea of writing a note down or adding something to your diary just makes you want to curl up into a ball and eat crisps, then perhaps a collection of perpetual calendars just isn't for you. Um, so next, uh, my archetype is someone who's perhaps a bit of an introvert, someone who's introverted. Uh, someone who's introverted should perhaps avoid uh, watches by the brands of Hublot, Richard Mill, Invicta. These are big, bold uh, terrifying designs that are designed to dazzle and overwhelm passers-by who will happen to glance at it on your wrist. Um, now, I'm reminded of something Samuel L. Jackson said, I think, when he was doing promo for The 51st State uh, in that film, He Wears a Kilt. And I think he rocked it uh, for quite a while after. He, he grew quite fond of the kilt. He said in interview, I believe, um, unless I dreamt this, you have to wear a kilt with confidence. You can't just throw it on casually because, um, yeah, you need to be confident when you're wearing it because it's it's quite um, it's quite a bold look and uh, it can get quite breezy. So if you're if you are worried or perhaps embarrassed, don't wear a kilt. You need to wear a kilt with confidence. And I think it's the same with a Richard Mill. Um, if you don't feel confident wearing it, if it doesn't feel right, if you're not confident about the size or the style, don't wear it. I think you have to. Uh, wear an Invicta with pride and 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 not be bashful, not be ashamed. Invictors are loud and proud, and and so should you be when you wear one. Um, so introverts need not apply. Also, if you're an introvert and you wear a Hublot, you might get heckled on the street, and uh, nobody wants that. No, if if you don't like people looking at you, perhaps sneering or saying things like "Dear God, why?" and "It's hideous, it's hideous, my eyes," then perhaps take a different route in your watch choice. Tom, the next person we're going to talk about is someone who is of a nervous disposition—the kind of person that when you say hello to, they they jump out of their skin, um, that everything is a, a big surprise to them, and they they kind of like they have their routine, they're comfortable. But anytime they step outside, they see other people, perhaps even a pigeon, things all start to crumble for them. They don't like pressure. 
They like to be in their comfort zone. And I would say for those people, perhaps a minute repeater isn't the kind of watch that they should own. First and foremost, because when you do wind the strike, it's very loud, and that can be alarming for someone of a nervous disposition, but also because these watches are very delicate and that it's very easy to break them by mistreating them. They are set very, very finely by the watchmakers who create them. They are, they are tuned like a musical instrument, and that just willy-nilly playing with the hands to set the time backwards and forwards can cause problems. They're also very, very expensive, so the idea of setting one is very, very closely linked with the idea of breaking one and ending up with a very big bill. So if you are nervous and you're worried about breaking your very expensive watch all the time and every time you set it, perhaps having a minute repeater is not the right watch for you. I would agree. I think this uh, the idea of confidence also extends to this. If you're nervous about wearing a watch that you are perhaps afraid of breaking or scratching, you should avoid anything and anything in general that you can't afford to damage. Um, uh, you know, specifically expensive high-end watches. I think if when you wear a watch, it makes you feel like you're driving your boss's car without permission, those are the sorts <laughs> of watches you should avoid if you're of a nervous disposition. The next person I'm thinking of is someone perhaps with a little bit of OCD, uh, specifically someone who repeatedly checks for mistakes or pays extraordinary attention to detail. These types of people, which I think is probably the majority of watch uh, enthusiasts, um, these type of people might want to avoid certain Seikos, particularly the Seiko 5, uh, because sometimes you find that the bezels aren't always perfectly aligned. Um, if you're one of those people that perhaps um, clicks the bezel and then you need to go all the way back around and click it right back up to 12, you might find with the Seiko that it doesn't always perfectly align and that can um, really tickle your brain in a bad way. Um, I would also add to that Rolex crowns. Uh, Rolex for all their hooting and hollering about how they're the best um have never not quite managed to figure out how to align their crown logo so it's always upright in a nice clean tidy position on their watches um so uh, unwearable uh quite frankly um but yeah if you are one of those types of people i would avoid those two watches seiko and rolex doesn't leave you with much um but i'm sure you'll figure something out tom um you know me. I, I believe too much, if anything. I have a very open and honest heart, and so I wouldn't align myself at all with the cynic. However, there are many people out there who see the negative side of things. They believe that things aren't all as they seem. They want to find the truth, and they usually want that truth to be negative. We are talking about cynical people here, right? And the type of watch that I think these people should not buy is a tourbillon. Now, you might think, why? The Tourbillon is one of the greatest achievements created by Abraham Louis Breguet to even out the effects of gravity. It's a highly complicated and a highly engineered piece of watchmaking that should be celebrated in the modern world for the uh, amazing accuracy it gave us in the past. But here's the thing. In a modern watch, Tourbillon does absolutely nothing. It is a complication for complication's sake because the wristwatch generally is moved around a lot anyway. Gravity is no longer an issue. It's not held in one place like a pocket watch is. So someone who is cynical will look at a tourbillon and say, that's very expensive and very pointless. And therefore it would make sense for them not to have one. Unless every time they look at their watch, they want to feel that they have purchased something that is very expensive and very pointless. That is a slippery slope. Um, and I think you should be careful, Andrew, um, if you're worried about looking at your watch and thinking that's expensive and pointless. 
Um, if you do find yourself <laughs> in that situation, you might find yourself buying an Apple Watch next. And nobody wants to do that. Okay, for my next character trait, I'm going for someone who's perhaps a bit curious, perhaps a bit overly curious. And if that sounds like you, you might want to avoid something like a Breitling emergency. So I don't know if you're familiar with something known as the Imp of the Perverse. Now, the Imp of the Perverse is something that uh, a little critter that sits on your shoulder. Uh, it's imaginary. Um, but he uh, tells you to commit... Um, certain acts that go against your self-interest, uh, certain acts of foolishness um, that you know full well the consequences of which will be bad, um, but you just kind of think, hmm, I should try that, that looks like fun. You know, something like, uh, what would happen if I just suddenly just yanked my steering wheel and drove off the side of this bridge? Or what does my eye feel like if I squish it? That sort of thing. Um, or perhaps, what happens when I twist the big crown on my Breitling emergency? Um... Those are the sorts of things that you don't want to do. So if you are overly curious um, and perhaps you have a little imp of the perverse friend uh, hanging around, uh, a Breitling emergency is, is a watch with a very expensive function that if you do attempt to try it um, willy-nilly, you might have the full weight of the Coast Guard bearing down on you while you're sitting in your garden. Um, because the Breitling Emergency, of course, has a little uh, radio transmitter that when um, turned and, and pulled, a little aerial will emerge from the watch that will immediately uh, signal to the Coast Guard and other rescue services um, and send out a little beacon and they will, you know, fly, swoop down on your sunbathing position um, and then they will find out that you're not in need of rescue and they will slap you silly. Um, so, yeah, if you are overly curious, avoid a Breitling emergency. Um, there's also the IWC perpetual calendar, which can only be wound forwards and not backwards. You might be tempted to go forwards, Mr. Curious. I'm warning you, don't. And maybe just avoid the watch altogether, because I'm very familiar with this imp fellow that you talk about. He does tell me to burn things. But I have avoided being around matches and petrol. You see, that's the process here. Because the devil makes work for idle thumbs, and in this case might also make work for Search and Rescue and the IWC Service Centre as well. <laughs> Tom, our last persona, our last character trait here is the forgetful type. The people who rock up to places and they don't know why, or people who don't rock up to places at all because they've completely forgotten. The people with whom your birthday is just another date in the calendar. Uh, those kinds of people really shouldn't do with a watch that has just a date. I don't mean a perpetual calendar and all of that, but I mean just the date. Because when you leave your watch on a shorter month and it has a date function on it, that date function will carry on like nothing else has happened. It thinks every month has got 31 days. And so Mr. Forgetful is going to find himself looking at the date on his watch and thinking, oh, it's the second today and it's not. It's actually the third. The the date window is just. I'm one of the. Uh, I'm I'm one of those people that says get rid of it. Needless clutter on a watch. You always forget to flick it on on thirty day months, and so it's always out. Rubbish. Needless furniture um, that ruin dials and um, make you forget what day you're supposed to put the bins out. So yeah, get rid of them. Well, there you go. Those are 10 different types of people and the 10 kinds of watches that they should definitely avoid. Let me know in the comments below if you can think of any other examples. And while you're down there, please do click on the watchfinder.com link in the description. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.